This is the American Variety Network on Blog Talk Radio with Alex Cardinale. Live from Springfield, Massachusetts. This episode of the American Variety Network is brought to you by Caribsea. Check us out at www.caribsea.com. Happy Easter from all of us at the American Variety Network. May your Easter months be full of great joy. And may you have a great Easter on Sunday, March 27th. Happy Easter, everyone. Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can... Happy Saturday evening, everyone, and welcome to Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli here on American Variety Network. I'm your host, Alice Cardinelli. How are you all doing? I hope you are having an awesome Saturday. Listen, I want you all to sit down, have your favorite drink and a snack, and enjoy this show. I promise to bring my best to this show, and I hope you will enjoy it. I have a lot of things planned for this week's show. Our special guest is going to be Firefighter John Lowe again. He was here last week. Tonight, he is going to finish his stories on fighting fires and more. On top of that, a brand new segment debuts tonight. Cooking on Saturday debuts, where I will be giving out a recipe each Saturday that you can use on the weekend. I know some of us love cooking on the weekends. Plus... There will be some more funny phone calls and audio clips and more. Here is what's planned for today's show. Our special guest will be San Francisco firefighter and fire captain John Lowe. Today he's going to talk to us about the kinds of 911 calls he responds to. And he'll share a couple stories with us. Then I'm going to share news on an Easter-themed Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli and our Easter show. I'm going to answer your questions in today's edition of Ask Away with Alice Cardinelli. You can call 1-347-989-8142 to ask me a question tonight. I'm going to have a discussion on Peyton Manning's retirement and a couple of other things. Then we've got cooking on Saturday, and our very first recipe will be chicken and veal franchise and more, including prank calls and funny audio clips. Here are the three listener interactive questions. 
in which you can call in and answer. Call one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to answer these questions. You can also post your answers in the live chat room or tweet your answers to at Alice Cardinelli one on Twitter. What pets do you currently own? What do you do for St. Patrick's Day? Do you like corned beef and cabbage? And what are some of your pet peeves? Again, the three questions are, what pets do you currently own? What do you do for St. Patrick's Day? Do you like corned beef and cabbage? And what are some of your pet peeves? Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli begins right after this. You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hi, Jeremy Stillhorn. I'm tuned into the American Variety Network where I find the show is very educational and entertaining. Is it Saturday night already? Tonight is time for the Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli here on American Variety Network. Are you ready to have some fun on this Saturday night? Coming up right here, Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. Will be some laughs, special guests, some funny phone calls, and some fun discussion. Live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli takes over the airwaves now. Let's go ahead and get this week's episode of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli started. Woo! I'm going to start this week's Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli with a cheap plug for some upcoming Easter shows. So, 
Saturday, March 26th. 2016 it's going to be easter themed saturday live with alice cardinelli that's going to air live at 8 p.m eastern standard time now on the easter themed saturday live with alice cardinelli i'm going to have a discussion on my favorite easter memories I'm going to have a discussion on my favorite Easter candy. I'll have a discussion on Easter desserts, and I will talk about uh, Easter cooking, and I'm going to have an Easter Italian egg bread recipe. So I have a lot planned for the very first holiday-themed Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. So make sure to mark your calendars for Saturday, March 26th, as I've got a fun Easter-themed show. Now, on top of all the discussions that I mentioned, I'm going to have funny Easter audio clips and Easter music. So join the Easter-themed Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli, Saturday, March 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sunday, March 27th, 2016, Easter morning at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or excuse me, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Easter morning, 9 in the morning, I'm going to be having Easter morning 2016 broadcast. Now, I, Alice Cardinelli, will turn into the Easter Bunny on Easter morning. I'm going to discuss the history of Easter and the true meaning of Easter. And then I'm going to have a discussion on cooking for Easter versus going out to eat on Easter. And I'll have Easter recipes and some people calling in. So join me Easter morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific, Easter morning on American Variety Network. All right, enough with the cheap plugs. Bang, bang, as the great McFoley would once say. Now, let's get into some fun. What's the haps this weekend? In other words, what is happening this weekend? Well, right now on the WWE Network is a live WWE Network special called WWE Roadblock. It's the last sort of pay-per-view before WrestleMania 32. And in the main event, it's got Triple H defending his WWE Championship against Dean Ambrose. Also, Brock Lesnar is going one-on-one against Bray Wyatt. Next Saturday on Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli, I will recap WWE Roadblock. The Walking Dead continues to air. It will be airing tomorrow night at 9 p.m. on uh, AMC. And also, tomorrow, The Mass Effect with Alice Cardinelli debuts tomorrow at 8 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's right, the show that I am most looking forward to makes its debut, The Mass Effect, a podcast for everyone living in Massachusetts. Our special guest is going to be Bon Chen, which is a dog grooming service 
in Ludlow, Mass. The business spotlight will be Captain Jimmy's and Donut Dip. I have a discussion on what I like about Massachusetts, a discussion on the cities and towns in Massachusetts, current Massachusetts news and events, and more. So if you live in Massachusetts, come by and check out the Mass Effect with Alice Cardinelli live right here on American Variety Network at 8 p.m. Eastern. And that's what's to haps this Weekend. Now we're going to move into this Saturday in history. All right, so now let's get into some real fun. I'm going to go ahead and answer the three questions that I am asking you. And, of course, you guys can call in at 1-347-989-8142 to answer them, or you can post your answers in the live chat room or tweet me at AliceCardinelli1 on Twitter. So the first question is, what pets do you currently own? Well, I have fish and a dog. I have saltwater fish. I've got a gold striped maroon clown. I've got a regular maroon clown. I've got a Niger trigger fish. I've got a one-spot fox face, a manila puffer fish, and a pink-spotted watchman goby. And I have a Lasu Opsu dog that is about eight years old. And soon, I'll be having a female beagle puppy. My next question is, what do you do for St. Patrick's Day? And do you like corned beef and cabbage? Well, I do nothing for St. Patrick's Day because I'm not Irish. So, I don't celebrate any of the St. Patrick's Day traditions or any of that stuff because... I uh, am not Irish. Sometimes I'll have a drink here and there, but really I don't get carried away with the St. Patrick's Day whole thing. I think that the St. Patrick's Day is just an excuse for alcoholics to get drunk and not feel sorry for themselves. Now, do I like corned beef and cabbage? No. Corned beef and cabbage is really, really disgusting. Not a fan of it. Won't ever eat it. You could pay me a million dollars to eat it, and I never would eat it. Not a fan of corned beef and cabbage. What are some of my pet peeves? Well, one of them would be disrespect. I don't like people who disrespect others and show no respect towards themselves. And I guess high prices are another pet peeve of mine. I hate when people put things on Craigslist looking to get uh, more than what they paid for the item. I can't stand that. Those are just some of my pet peeves that came into the top of my head. So I can't wait to see and hear your answers. Hopefully your answers are as good as mine. Are you ready for a fun interview here live on Saturday Live with Alex Cardinali, who is going to be our special guest? What will they have to promote? It's time for our special guest spotlight. Let's get to the fun interview. All right. So originally, 
I was supposed to have Keith Norman on the show, but unfortunately, he actually left our group this week, and he couldn't make the show tonight. But that's okay, because I always have a plan B. Last Saturday, I played the first part of the John Lowe interview. Tonight, I'm going to play the second part of the San Francisco Firefighter interview. John Lowe is going to talk to us about the 911 calls he and his firefighters respond to, and he's going to share some firefighter stories. You guys are going to enjoy this speech by John Lowe. Related, uh, I mean, uh, a gunshot wound, a stabbing, uh, an asthma attack, a severe asthma attack, um, uh, allergic reaction, you know, to seafood or something like that, or a heart attack, strokes, you know, um, yeah, so those are the, uh, medical calls that we go, go to, and, and just the other day, you know, uh, I just wanted to mention this, uh, one call where, uh, a 30 year, year old gentleman uh was trying to help uh carry some furniture uh for his female friend uh up the stairs so these two gentlemen were uh carrying a, a very heavy um uh clothes uh chest probably weighing i don't know at least 80 to 100 pounds up a very steep flight of stairs and it was only maybe 15 to 15 stairs but because it's so steep it made it pretty hazardous in the in the weight of the chest. Well, unfortunately, what happened is that uh, uh, this 30-year-old guy was on the bottom and his friend was on the top, and as they were going up the stairs, uh, somehow this gentleman slipped or fell backwards, and then the chest rolled down the stairs and actually struck his head and he had a very uh, severe head injury. Uh, he was unconscious, um, you know, and he had uh, a little bit of blood coming out of uh, uh, both ears and the back of his head. And uh, he was completely unconscious the whole time we were there treating him, you know. And and the reason why I mention this to you guys um, is that we're walking around in life doing things. And you always have to be, have in mind, safety first. And it just breaks my heart that this guy has this really bad head injury where five minutes before we were there, he was walking and talking and having a great time helping out his friend. And 20 minutes later, he's probably having brain surgery. And I don't know what happened to this guy, but I don't think it's uh, uh, I don't think his prognosis is going to be good. But I just really want to encourage uh, you and your listeners, you know, whatever you do, biking, cooking, moving furniture. I always think, what is the worst thing that can happen if I do something? And if I do this activity. What's the worst thing that can happen? And then I try to make take steps to eliminate all the big risks. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It makes a lot of sense. And had this guy done that, 
I don't think he would have hurt his head. I don't think he would have injured, you know, slipped and fell. I think, uh, you know, if you realize that, you don't say, hey, this thing's pretty heavy. We're carrying up some steep flight of stairs. If somehow I were to slip or you were to let go of this chest, what would happen? Man, I'm on the bottom of this. I'm on the bottom side of this chest. There's no place for me to go. Maybe I need some more help. Maybe I need two guys on the bottom, one guy on top. Or maybe I need to tie a rope to this chest just in case if we fall, if it falls, someone holds on to the uh, to, to the rope or something. You know, I may think that sounds a little extreme. Like, oh, why do we need a rope to carry a chest? But that would have saved this guy from having brain surgery. You know, and it just broke my heart. I mean, during this holiday season, to to see something like that, someone's someone's life changed just like that, and their friends were very upset. You know, that I don't think they knew how bad it was, and we didn't want to tell them. But you know, she knew that he was still unconscious when she, you know, when him, when her friend left to the hospital, and you know, I'm sure she was hoping for the best. But anyway, please, safety first, always. But on the lighter side, I'll tell you a great story about a fire I went to. There was this fire before I got married um, uh, that I went to. Uh, this gentleman was a poss- was going to be evicted out of his uh, apartment building for whatever reason. And so he decided to turn on uh, the natural gas on the stove and blow out the pilot lights. So basically the whole upper floor was filling up with natural gas. And I think there was something probably wrong with him, something mentally wrong with him, maybe depression or whatever. But he went to go take a bath. And I don't know, maybe he's trying to commit suicide. I don't know. But anyway, the... Uh, the natural gas found an ignition source. There was an explosion. The whole upper floor was on fire. Uh, you know, we got there. We're trying to uh, make a, a fire hose lead up to the third, fourth, actually fourth floor of this building. It's a four-story building, and um, uh, the fire and the smoke began to bank down on us. We could hear someone yelling in the background, "Help me, help me!" You know, and but we couldn't get to him because the fire was too hot, you know. And we were, but we were able to put it out later on. But you know, he unfortunately um, uh, he passed away. Uh, but I guess part of the story later on, um, what happened is that I it was like three, four in the morning, so it was pitch dark. I mean, there's tons of smoke, there's no light, except for the light from our flashlight, and I couldn't see where I was going. And so what happened is that uh, we ran out of hose, because uh, we extended the hose, we stretched the hose as far as we could, put out whatever fire, but we, we needed more hose to extend it to... Uh, to continue to put out maybe hot spots where the fire is at. So we had to send the firefighter down to get some hose to extend um, the nozzle. And uh, while he was going to do that, I wanted to go see where the fire went. And in this room, it was all extinguished, but everything was very charred. Every All the walls and floor were uh, were black and full of debris. And, and I saw a door there, and I was trying to go towards that door to see if, the fire went into the other room, 
And as I was going towards the door, I was stepping over mattresses and debris and maybe a couch. And and I finally get to this door, and I'm looking with my flashlight um, at all the black charring on the floor. And then when I get to the door, it turns to white smoke. And I'm like, wow, that's sort of funny because I'm shining the flashlight on the floor. And it goes from black to white smoke. Black floor to white smoke. And I'm like, wow, that's just sort of weird. You know, and I wasn't sure, but they say, you know, in the fire department, you know, there's a saying that if you can't see where you're going, don't go. So what I did, I stood up in the door well, or the door frame, and I'm looking out, trying to see where, you know, if there's any fire, but I couldn't see, I couldn't see more than, oh, 10, 12 inches in front of me, (coughs) because it was dark and all of the smoke. And uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to take the next step, but, you know, in something inside of me says, ah, don't worry about it, just go, you know, just go into the other room and see where the fire was. But on the safety side, you know, of me, it was saying that, you know, if you don't, you've been trained, if you don't know, if you can't see where you're going, don't go. And I was having this debate in my head, should I go or not go? Well, what ended up happening is that this uh, piece of paper that was on fire, like a maybe a magazine page or something like that, it fell in front of my face, <coughs> and as it fell to the ground, it kept on going down and down and down, and that's when I realized I was actually standing not in a door, but in a window. And had I took one more step, I would have fell four stories to my death. Ooh, thank God you didn't. Yeah, you know, I, I really, I really do thank God because I believe that burning piece of paper was sent from God as a warning, not to make me take the next step to my death. Thank God, if you're thankful for that paper, it saved you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, God uses uh different things in our lives to uh to help us out whether it be people or a burning piece of paper. You know, I I definitely got the message that time. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you. <clears throat> All right. Well, anyway, um ah, that is there any other uh do you know questions that you have for me, or do we have any uh, questions from your callers? I actually have a couple more questions for you, and this question sure. is, what would, what would your advice be for someone who's interested in becoming a firefighter? Wow, that's a good question. Um, I would really think, you know, why do you want to become a firefighter first? And uh, find out about it, what the lifestyle is, uh what the risks are, you know, versus working, walking out of a window, uh, <laughs> like I almost did. Uh, you know, there's some uh, articles out now, right now, that uh, talk about um, a lot of the rare cancers that uh, uh, firefighters are getting. You know, even after they retire uh, from building up all the toxins of breathing in smoke and being in hazardous areas. You know, it, it, it's 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 real. 
and uh you know we're just trying to we're doing more studies and trying to protect firefighters for the future uh from getting these cancers um but you know if they're really serious about doing it something that they uh, have a passion for uh i think anybody can do it uh i think you just have to commit to going through the process of becoming a firefighter when i say that i'm talking about working out I'm talking about learning how to uh, give a good oral interview. I'm talking about uh, studying and doing well on the written exams. Um, I'm talking about driving the miles to turn in your application for this city or that city and just never give up. Um, You know, you have to, uh, you should uh, get a... Uh, an EMT certificate or an EMT license, uh, maybe even become a paramedic, uh, get an AS degree in fire science. Uh, it's always good to have a, a four-year degree, you know. Um, not that you need one, but, you know, if you had to choose a guy who has a high school diploma or uh, someone who has a four-year degree, you know, I think you might want to choose a guy who's actually accomplished, you know, a little bit more. Maybe they're a little bit better um, equipped, you know, or someone you know who's followed through, you know, because that's what, you know, uh, an employer wants. They want to know they're hiring someone who's going to follow through, who's going to be a good employee, you know. But it's not easy becoming a firefighter, Uh, definitely not. I think uh, a lot of the guys that I work with, we we all agree, getting a job as uh, a firefighter, uh, we all feel that we've won the lottery you know it's a great job um, and a lot of great benefits you know there's some risk involved too but you know we all take those risks very seriously and um, you know we try to protect ourselves as much as we can we know that you know we can die you know five minutes from the time the alarm bell goes off Uh, but you know it's something that we choose to to take on that risk to have uh, a different type of lifestyle that, you know, most people, um, you know, can't even imagine. So, you know, that, that those are some of the steps that I would take, you know. But I, I tell you, the main thing, if your dream is big enough and you want it that bad, I don't think it's going to stop you from becoming a firefighter. Most people who don't become firefighters aren't fully committed, I agree with you, and i got to say, it's one reason why I respect firefighters is because they lose a lot of family time because of all the calls you get and stuff, especially during the holidays. So that's why I, I respect the firefighters. I respect them a lot, and I love them a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, it's our pleasure. I mean, we're not doing it for free. We do have benefits, and we enjoy those benefits, and we love serving the public. Um, you know, I, I love going out and helping people. And I love hanging out at the firehouse and cooking a great meal and, you know, working out with these guys and, uh, you know, and sitting down watching a football game, too. You know, but any moment, we're we're ready to uh, rock and roll and save some lives. I hear you on that. So, if any of you listeners have any questions for John, the fire captain of the San Francisco Fire Department, please call... 646-716-6458 and dial 1 with your questions.
questions, and we'd be happy to get you on your ask questions for um, John, the firefighter, or the fire captain. And I have one last question for um, you, John, that I'd like to ask you. If, um, if you can explain what your day is like, tell us what it is like to be a firefighter each and every day from morning to night. Oh, that's a great question. Um, uh, in the San Francisco Fire Department, our shift starts at 8 o'clock in the morning. And uh, most people try to get there between 7 and 7.30 uh, to relieve the crew that's getting off. Uh, it's, always, um, it's always nice when you're, you know, you, you're actually working all the way up to 8 o'clock the next morning, but who wants to get a call at, you know, 7.55 in the morning and then have to go on that call because uh, you want to get off. You've already worked 24 hours in a row. You know, so we try to relieve each other, uh, you know, sort of a professional courtesy type of thing. And then uh, we usually have a cup of coffee in the morning, uh, chit-chat. We have a roll call at 8 o'clock, you know, the officer... It uh, tells the firefighters what the current events are, what happened the night, uh, the watch before, if there was any missing equipment from um, any fires or calls that we had before. Um, the officer might give a, um, a schedule of what uh, is going to be done today. Maybe we'll have a drill. We'll go do a school inspection. Uh, maybe the department has a specialized training for us. Um, we, you know, let all the firefighters, all the members know, so we can all try to plan our day. Uh, you know, you know what what's going to happen. And then there's always cooking. You know, uh, every day we have to go out and shop. Uh, we use our own money to buy our food, and we budget ourselves. You know, we try to do about. Uh, it used to be about eight, ten dollars a day when I first got in, uh, but now because of inflation and things like that, you know, we have to. Uh, we usually pay about fifteen, ten to fifteen dollars a day, you know, for lunch and dinner. It's a great meal. And so, uh, about eight o'clock, we uh, start uh, housework, and uh, the drivers will go out and inspect uh, the fire engines or the fire trucks, test all the equipment. Uh, the EMTs will inspect the medical bags, make sure we're not missing anything. Uh, make sure the oxygen bottles are full in case of, um, you know, they're needed. Uh, the officer, you know, checks email, checks her training, makes uh, notes in the journal, and helps out with housework. And after we uh, do that, it takes about an hour. And after that, we usually try to have a, a drill of some sort. Maybe we'll throw a ladder. We'll uh, lead a couple of different hose lines, inch and three-quarter or a three-inch hose line, and wire it off. We'll, we'll talk about strategy and tactics, and usually after uh, that, that probably pushes around 10 o'clock, 10:30. Then we go out and uh, uh, go shopping, or we might go out and do a school drill. And uh, after we do all that, uh, oh, and in the meantime, if there's any calls. Uh, during this time, we drop everything that we're doing and respond to the call. And after the call, we uh, try to pick up uh, where we left off. You know, so it's very spontaneous. And, uh, you know, I really like that part of the, the, the job, you know. We could be uh, just getting ready to do some housework. The next show, a call comes in, and we just got to we drop everything. And, and now our... All right, that was a great interview with John Lowe. So now you guys have gotten to hear from a firefighter 
from San, from San Francisco last Saturday and this Saturday. And next week we are going to have a new guest, I can assure you. Okay, now it's time for a fun discussion. Now, I want to talk about Peyton Manning's retirement. Now, this past Monday, Peyton Manning announced his retirement, and I think Peyton Manning did the right thing. I think he should have retired this year. It was the perfect career for Peyton Manning. 18 years is the perfect amount to play football. And... P.A. Manning retired after winning the historic Super Bowl 50. I would love to retire after winning the 50th Super Bowl. You know, my thoughts were if Peyton Manning were to continue playing, that he was just playing for the money. But I'm glad that he actually retired. And I hope that he stays retired. I hope he's not like Brett Favre, who will continually come back. But I have to say that I think Peyton Manning is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, perhaps in the top three greatest quarterbacks of all time. He certainly was one of the best quarterbacks growing up in my childhood and in my teenage years and even in my few adult years. So it's been an honor and a privilege to watch Peyton Manning play football. Now, several years ago, I can recall the Buccaneers were very interested in signing Peyton Manning, but unfortunately he signed with the Denver Broncos. I, as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, was hoping that Peyton Manning would sign with the Bucs, and when it was announced that he signed with the Denver Broncos, I was kind of upset and devastated. But I still liked Peyton Manning. I always liked Peyton Manning, except when he played against the Buccaneers and beat the Buccaneers, which didn't happen that frequently. So if I was a Patriots fan, which I'm not, I would say that I despise Peyton Manning because every time Peyton Manning played the Patriots, it's always a guarantee that Peyton Manning's team was going to win. Matter of fact, the Broncos defeated the Patriots in the AFC Championship game to get to Super Bowl 50. So I have a lot of respect for Peyton Manning, and I see him going into the NFL Hall of Fame within the next five years or so. And uh, I'm going to miss Peyton Manning, but he had a great career, and now he can enjoy his retirement by watching his brother Eli Manning play, and he can enjoy watching the Giants play football. And if he loves football so much, just because he retired as an active player does not mean he has to retire from football in general. He can become a color commentator for Fox or CBS or NBC or even ESPN, or he could become a head or assistant coach. I think that would be a great idea for Peyton Manning. All right, moving along here. 
I want to talk about spring. Spring is on its way, folks. Are you ready for spring? I know that I am more than certainly ready for spring. I'm ready for the 65 to 70 degree days. I'm ready for the nice, cool days. And I'm ready to go outside and spend time outside. I cannot wait for spring because then I can start hosting my shows outdoor enjoying the nice cool weather and also in spring I can go back to Six Flags New England and enjoy uh, the rides and all of that that Six Flags has to offer and also in spring you got great foods like fresh produce, strawberries, and um, all of that good stuff. You can start grilling again. So really, I love spring. I think you guys are ready for spring as well. All right, the last thing I want to talk about for today's discussion is Donald Trump. He seems to be getting more and more popular now, do I want to see Donald Trump as a president? No, I would prefer not to see Donald Trump win. I don't think Donald Trump would save this country. I don't think Donald Trump would make America great again. If Donald Trump becomes president, I can guarantee you a lot of the citizens of the United States of America are going to move to Canada and other states. Now, I respect Donald Trump because he uh, speaks his mind. He says whatever's on his mind, almost sort of like me, but sometimes he makes a complete fool of himself with some of the things that he says. He makes himself out to be a racist person, a sexist person, and someone that America cannot trust. But what makes me wonder is how many people from all these states can vote for him. He has won in the state of Massachusetts. He's won in other states. I don't understand who is voting for Donald Trump. I mean, I guess it's probably the hillbillies, the rednecks, people like that that are voting for Donald Trump. I mean, if Donald Trump gets in, then this country is in big, big, big trouble. And I'm not saying that any of the other presidential uh, candidates are any better. Uh, there are, they're certainly worse or not as uh, bad as um, Donald Trump, but they are pretty bad as well. But um, they all have their certain issues. But we have to see what can possibly uh, happen when the new president gets in. So that's this week's discussion. I thought I'd bring that up and I'll have a fun discussion with you. All right, now we're moving into my favorite part of the show, and that is Ask Away with Alex. It's time for Ask Away with Alex Cardinelli. 
Roman Reigns versus Triple H in the main event for the WWE Championship. We've got Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose in a street fight. We've got The Undertaker versus Shane McMahon in a Hell in a Cell. And if Shane McMahon wins, goodbye authority. And Shane McMahon gets control of the WWE and Monday Night Raw. Plus, we're going to have appearances by Mick Foley, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Rock. I cannot wait to see what they do at WrestleMania 32. And I cannot wait to see Sting inducted into the Hall of Fame the night before WrestleMania. And I'm pretty sure he will be at WrestleMania. So, Terry, thank you for your question. And I hope that I answered it properly. We've got a question from Bob in Dallas, Texas. Ironically, WrestleMania will be emanating from Dallas, Texas on Sunday, April 3rd. And Bob asks, who do you want to be president? Well, certainly I don't want Donald Trump to become president. I most certainly want to see either Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton become president of the United States of America. I've got a question from Jonathan. Will you ever return to Freshwater? I am a follower on your YouTube channel and your podcast. I know you are currently loving Saltwater, but you've been keeping Freshwater for a longer time. Will you have a Freshwater Aquarium in the very near future? Uh, That's a very tough question for me to answer because you can never uh, guess what's going to happen in the future, but... I would say in the immediate future, I don't see a freshwater tank right away because I actually currently love the saltwater hobby. But if I decide to ever return to freshwater, I'm going to try my hands on a planted aquarium with discus and uh, angelfish. But who knows, maybe uh, sometime in 2017 or so, I will have a freshwater aquarium. And my last question comes from a man named Kyle, and he asked me, do you ever see yourself leaving Blog Talk Radio for a better platform? Nothing against Blog Talk Radio, but I feel you would be better off on another platform where you would get more listeners. To be truthfully honest with you, I personally love Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio is easy to host your own podcast. I love the service that Blog Talk Radio offers, and I love the customer service that you get from Blog Talk Radio. If you ever have a problem with your show, they are there to help you right away. So I love Blog Talk Radio. I don't think I'm ever going to leave Blog Talk Radio again. I left Blog Talk Radio in the spring of last year. I joined a radio station called All Radio X, and that is where the American Variety Network started, and it was nothing but hell for me. It wasn't the station, but it was me myself. I had a hard time learning how to host a podcast with a program called But, and I had a hard time adjusting to a live radio platform from that uh, podcast. I did a couple good shows, 
but I kept having a hard time, and I really couldn't afford the bill there. The bill was a little bit more than Blog Talk Radio, and I started having a hard time paying it, and I was getting a few months behind, like two or three months into that uh, radio station. So I came back to Blog Talk Radio, and I love it here. So no, I don't ever see myself leaving Blog Talk Radio, and the only times that I will leave Blog Talk Radio is if Blog Talk Radio shuts down. So, Kyle, I want to thank you for your question, and I want to thank everyone else who submitted questions for me for this week's edition of Ask Away with Alex Cardinelli. Don't forget that you can submit your questions to alexgoyinkiscardinelli19 at gmail.com, and I will feature them on next week's episode of Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. All right, now, are you ready for some laughs? It's time to laugh our asses off right now. <laughs> It's time for us to laugh our asses off here on Saturday Live with Alex Cardinale. Be prepared to laugh at this funny clips and jokes. Alright, so this week's Laugh Our Asses Off segment has four segments from the movie Juice Bigelow, European Gigolo. It's very funny and I think you're going to enjoy these clips. So have a nice laugh, people. Martini, two olives. Any ladies need some entertainment tonight? Eight dollars and fifty cents. Well, how much is just for a plain cranberry juice? Oh, uh, three dollars. I'll go for that. Hey, that's uh, eleven fifty. Uh, no, no. Perhaps you misunderstood me. I wish to cancel my original order of the martini and two olives, and go for just the plain cranberry juice by itself for the three dollars. And I apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused you. Uh, perhaps you don't understand. Uh, if you don't pay me now, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna take this swizzle stick. And uh, I'll be shoving that right up your pee hole. So that was eleven fifty, right? Right. Okay, that's ten and six quarters. And uh, tell you what, I'll go work on your tip. Yes? I'm Deuce Bigelow. Her date? I get my things. I love this place. Where are you from again? No way. I hear great things about it. Holy shit, it's Bigfoot! So how'd you end up here? I had a pituitary gland procedure at UCLA Medical Center, and I just fell in love with the people here. Keep it in the circuit! You know, this place has gone way downhill. What do you say we go somewhere else? That's a huge bitch!
Deuce and I never had sex. It was physically impossible. Freak! It's true, I paid him money to be with him. And I'd do it again because he made me feel good about myself. Behemoth! <coughs> and no one ever touched my feet before. That's a huge bitch! That's a huge bitch! Is this Ruth? Yeah, I'll be right down. God damn it! Nice day, huh? Yeah. Shove it up your ass! Jeez, you okay? I'm sorry. I have Tourette's syndrome, and it causes me to have these uncontrollable outbursts. It's not so bad. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, you get used to it. Balls what? There are some places I can't go. What are you talking about? You barely notice it. Oh. <laughs> I, I just can't go near places like churches. <laughs> Elementary school. Just, just trap. Pretty much anywhere. I'll put on the air conditioning. You probably want to take me home, don't you? No. Hey, I got an idea. I'm nervous. There's a lot of people here. Don't worry. Crap muncher! I know! He was definitely safe! Hey, what do you think about the other team? Assholes! Right. And and their pitcher. I mean, stop stalling and throw it already. Bull hair! Bull oh. hair! Yeah, bull hair. What we need is a strike hair. That other team's a bunch of high-priced babies. Whores! Yeah, you're thinking. You're thinking those are the biggest boobies you've ever seen. Can I please use your phone? I'm not your average woman. I like sex, and I'm not afraid to admit <coughs> Excuse me, I just had putting an hour ago. Dear God. You ever parked your bicycle in an airplane hangar? I'm sorry? You ever thrown a toothpick? into a volcano. What? Oh, nothing. Just making idle chit-chat. Are you comfortable? Actually, no. Ooh, I'm sweating. You're getting me all hot. You don't like my hair, do you? 
I think there's been a mistake. Did you say steak? No, mistake. Oh, see, now you got me all excited. Look, I'm gay. Well, how gay are you? Very, very gay. You must have dialed a very gay escort service. Oh, shit. See, sometimes my fingers swell up, and I can't cleanly hit the numbers. They should make a phone for full-figured girls. They should. So, what do we do? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cakes and pies. Cakes and pies. Okay, which pie has the most sugar? Peach cobbler. You win again. It's four games to one. Well, fast food trivia is my game, honey. All right. What a good first half of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli here on American Variety Network. We're going to go ahead and take our commercial break, followed by our intermission. And when we come back, we have a lot more fun stuff coming your way, including the debut of our new segment, Cooking on Saturdays with my chicken and veal franchise recipes. You can call in at 1-347-989-8142 to answer my three questions. What pets do you currently own? What do you do for St. Patrick's Day? Do you like corned beef and cabbage? And what are some of your pet peeves? We're going to hear two songs followed by our show reminders and our few commercials. We're back with more right after this. Coming up next. Next. The debut of Cooking on Saturdays, Chicken and Feel Free and Cheese Recipe, Funny Phone Calls, Digging Old Trivia Facts, and Trending Now. Don't go anywhere.
is the proud sponsor of the American Variety Network. Carib Sea provides tropical fish keepers with quality products such as live sand for saltwater aquariums, which will help cycle your aquarium. 
Live Rock, the best and safest alternative to Live Rock without the unwanted pests. The best line of aquarium chemicals for both fresh and salt water. Next time you need quality products for your tank, give Carib Sea a try. Check us out at CaribSea.com. Saltwater Fish Keepers, are you looking to purchase a new saltwater fish, a new coral, or some new saltwater inverts? Would you like to receive a 15% discount? Well, now you can. Aqua Alex, American Variety Network, and Blue Zoo Aquatics are now offering you 15% off your order with Blue Zoo Aquatics by simply using the code AVN coupons, all capital letters. So the next time you order from Blue Zoo Aquatics, enter the coupon code AVN coupons, all in capital letters. This promotion lasts from now until the end of March. So make sure you save. 15% off your next order with Blue Calling all Massachusetts residents coming to the American Variety Network on Sunday, March 16th, 2016 at 8 p.m. Eastern is The Mass Effect with Alex Cardinelli where I'll be talking about current happenings in Massachusetts, news in Massachusetts, and I'll even promote local Massachusetts businesses. I'm also going to interview some wonderful people from Massachusetts. This is going to be the first Massachusetts blog talk radio show. It's the one stop for every hardworking Massachusetts Person. So check out The Mass Effect with Alice Cardinelli on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern if you are a Massachusetts resident. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash American Network. Next Saturday, March 19th, 2016 at 8 p.m. Eastern. It'll be our next episode of Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. Our special guest will be Crayfish Man James Jones. James Jones returns to the American Variety Network for the first time in 2016. Plus, our featured recipe in Cooking on Saturdays next week will be Chicken Fried Steak. Plus, I'll answer your questions in next week's edition of Ask Away with Alex Cardinelli. Email your questions to alicejoyankeescardinelli19 at gmail.com. Don't miss our funny phone calls, funny audio clips, and all of our great segments on next Saturday, Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. We'll see you on Saturday, March 19th at 8 p.m. Eastern. It's the Easter Bunny, Alex Cardinelli, and I'm inviting you to join me on Easter morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central. 
It is tender chicken. A lemon sauce. Yummy. You could also use veal, shrimp, or other kinds of protein. Now, chicken franchise is very similar to chicken or veal piccata, but it does not have the capers or artichokes in them. Now, you could also make a franchise into a melanese by using breadcrumbs, by using flour, eggs, and breadcrumbs. And I'll have that recipe on a different episode of Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. So now that we know what franchise is, I'm going to go ahead and give you my recipe. Now this recipe can be used for chicken and veal. So what you're going to need is two pounds of either chicken cutlets or veal cutlets. You're going to need an egg wash mixture. So what you're going to do is you're going to crack three or four eggs in a mixing bowl, add some lemon juice and a little bit of milk or cream, and whisk that together. You're going to need some flour, about a cup of flour seasoned with a teaspoon of salt and a teaspoon of pepper. And you're going to need to take your chicken or veal, dredge it in the flour, back into the egg, and then back into flour and in the egg again. And then you're going to take a skillet and put about a half of a cup of oil in there. Let that pan warm up. Make sure the pan is really hot before you add your chicken or veal. Then add your chicken and veal and saute for about three minutes per side. Don't worry if it's not fully cooked. You will finish cooking it in the sauce. After six minutes, remove the chicken or veal from the pan. Drain the excess oil, and you're going to add a stick of butter and a half cup of flour. You're going to make a roux that's going to thicken your sauce to make it gravy-like. Then you're going to add a cup and a half of white wine, and you're going to add a half cup of lemon juice and a quarter cup of lime juice. Now, traditionally, lime juice is not used, but that's what I use in it to give it a nice flavor. And you're going to let that simmer for about 10 minutes until it becomes a nice, thick sauce. You're going to um, add some chicken stock, about a half cup, to loosen the sauce to give it a nice consistency. Then you're going to add your chicken or veal back to the pan and let it finish cooking. And you're ready to serve your chicken and veal franchise. I love to serve my chicken and veal franchise with pasta, uh, especially fettuccine or linguine or bow ties or ziti. But that's because I am Italian. You can serve your franchise with rice pilaf or potatoes, really any kind of side dish that you like. And I guarantee this is going to make an awesome weekend meal. So if you're looking for something to cook tomorrow night or tonight, franchise is definitely for you. That is this week's Cooking on Saturday. Next Saturday, we're going to make chicken fried steak or country fried steak. 
That is going to be equally delicious. All right. Now, moving on to our next segment, which is your favorite, prank calls. Let's hear some funny prank calls. Are you ready to laugh at some funny phone calls? Are you ready to hear these people's reaction to getting pranked? Let's all have a laugh here. It's now time for prank calls. Hi, Nick's Pizza here. I just want to know why I should drop off these pizzas. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I can't quite find your house. Was it a road or was it a street? What exactly was it? Uh, wrong number. Look, you ordered about 20 pizzas and three nah, cookies, wrong number, two man. two sprites, so I'm just here to drop them Wrong off. number. Whatever wrong party number. occasion. No, wrong number. Whatever party occasion you're having, so I just need your Yo, house wrong number. Uh, Yo, you live, Yo. Deliver these. Yo, wrong number. Yo, wrong number. Look, I don't care. You ordered these pizzas, you got to pay Fuck you. Me. I didn't order any of your fucking pizza. Wrong number. No, no. You have wrong to pay fucking number, you buddy. That's how it works. Yo, wrong fucking number, buddy. Okay, look. I, I see your house right now. I'm going to pull up, and we're going to get this all settled. All right, pull, pull the fuck up. No, you have to pay. I, I don't know none of your fucking shit. Pull up. Hello? Pull up, fuck boy. Yes. Okay. Come on, fuck boy. <laughs> Where you at? You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Hello? I'm calling to wish you many congratulations. Do you know why? Um, no. <laughs> My name is why? Chef Marcel. And your friends have brought you a gift of two free cooking lessons. Are you excited? I'm pretty excited, I guess. Mon frere, you are in for an experience you will never forget. May I ask, uh, how long have you been cooking? Um, I've been cooking for five years. No, no. (laughs) One moment, s'il vous plaît. Hello? Hello? Magnifique. I myself have been cooking for over 20 years, and I am a winner of many prestigious awards. We are going to take your skills to the next level. Sound good? Um, I guess, ma'am. First question. Are you able to, uh, boil water? Uh, yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. Your friend yeah. told me that, uh, you weren't able to do that. <laughs> Why would they say such a thing? Oh, oh, well, what friend said that? They also told me that uh, you cannot tell the difference between a spoon and a chicken. You are not a um, special person, are you? Uh, no. You know, I may have to change my lesson plan. I cannot say who, but someone said you were dumber than the bag of escargot. (laughs) And your food tasted a lot, how do you say, uh... Fertilizer, yeah, is this true? Uh, do you know who this is? <laughs> well, this we give, just give me my name. Just to be safe. First lesson, peanut butter and jelly on white bread. Mwah! When do you want to schedule? Right after you tell me my name. <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. That's... 
Hello? Hello. Hello? Courtney? This is this is David. You have the wrong number. This isn't Courtney? No, my name is David. Can you please put Courtney on the phone? I don't know Courtney. Why do you have Courtney's phone? I do not have Courtney's phone. This is my phone. This I don't know is who you Courtney's are. number. I am 100% sure. No, you have the wrong number, ma'am. Please put Courtney on the phone. I don't know a Courtney. What have you done with Courtney? You have the wrong number. Put Courtney on the phone or I'm reporting you. What number do you have? Can you please just cut the BS? This is your last... This would be the supervisor. What? The what? Uh. Hello? Yeah, this women cannot help you. What do you mean? You called here. What you talking about? You called here. What am I what do you mean what I'm talking about? I wanna know who left the log in the toilet bowl. Who left the what? left the big old dump in there. <laughs> what? Don't what let it happen mean? again. Oh, okay. You sound like a giant turkey. I sound like a was that a fat joke? I'm the one that asked the questions. I, at least I used to be a drill sergeant. Well, I don't care. I'll make you drop and do 100 push-ups. You want to call up talk with this kind of trash? Fat nigga. What the fuck? Stop calling my phone. I don't even know who you are. God damn it, I ain't playing around. Don't you, don't you hit me one time. You've been cranked by crankdial.com. Hello? Hello. Hello. This is Kathy Sanchez from the Credit Card Fraud Division. How are you doing today? Great. Okay. We were alerted of several unusual charges on your account. Do you have a moment to speak? Yes. For the past week, there have been unusual charges. Are you aware of these charges? For example, on Sunday, there was a purchase of $276 for a hotel room in Guatemala. Were you in Guatemala recently? Nope. I see. On Monday, there was a purchase of $432 from an exotic pet store in Guatemala. Are you sure you weren't in Guatemala? Nope. Okay. On that same day, there was a purchase of $123 from a restaurant in Guatemala. So are you positive you weren't in Guatemala? Fuck you. Okay, okay. Okay, fuck you. Are you there? Fuck you. If you're there, fuck you. Fuck you and the asshole. Heroes downtown. Hello? Hello, Heroes downtown. Yeah, hi, I'm calling from uh, local Yellow Cabs. Yeah, you didn't pay for your last cab you took. I didn't pay for my last cab. No, no, someone called from this number and ordered a cab, got in the damn thing, and, and ran away without paying. This is a sports bar, sir. Hey, you owe $22 to the company and the driver. I don't understand. How would I... You sound uh, like talking, huh? Do what now? 
Well, if it wasn't you, I suggest you find out who used your phone to call the cab. And you know what? You're legally responsible, genius. Uh, one moment, sir. Hey, you can't go around ordering cabs and running away from the bill. You still there? You still there? Can I help you? You need to come down to our offices and pay up. Okay, where's your office? If you don't pay up, then I'm having our attorney file charges against the owner of this phone number. Okay, where's your office? Pay up, chump. Don't make me get legal on you. Okay, where's your office? <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. American Variety Network proudly presents to Saturday Live with Alex Cardinale some awesome did you know facts. You will leave this show with a lot of awesome knowledge. Did you know the first couple to be shown in bed together on primetime television were Fred and Wilma Flintstone? Do you know Coca-Cola was originally green? Do you know every day more money is printed for Monopoly than the U.S. Treasury? Do you know men can read smaller print than women, and women can hear better? Do you know the state with the highest percentage of people who walk to work is Alaska? Do you know the percentage of Africa that is wilderness is 28%? Do you know the cost of raising a medium-sized dog to the age of 11 is $6,400. Do you know the world's youngest parents were 8 and 9 and lived in China in 1910? Did you know the youngest pope was 11 years old? Do you know the first novel ever written on typewriter was Tom Sawyer? Do you know the San Francisco cable cars are the only mobile national, mon national monuments? Do you know a pregnant goldfish is called a twit? Do you know, one more for luck. Apparently, we're told that 35% of the people who use personal ads for dating are already married. And now on to our final segment, Trending Now. Trending Now. So here is what's currently trending right now on Facebook. HIV AIDS. Hillary Clinton apologizes for praising Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan's response to virus syndrome. Alexandra Ship, actress, describes her version of Storm in upcoming X-Men Apocalypse film. Blackhead, device allows MacBook power adapter to be reoriented against wall. Ancestry.com, research website offers free access to millions of Irish records for one full week. Keith Emerson, Rock musician dead at 71, for a bandmate says. And Legally Blonde. Chihuahua, who played Bruiser Woods in a film, dies at age 18. And that is what is currently trending right now. This was an amazing show. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. 
I hope you enjoyed this show as much as I did. Thank you, John Lowe, for being our guest. You did a great job. Thank you, everyone, for all of the questions. Before I go, I would like to plug next Saturday's show, Saturday, March 19th, 2016. Special guest is going to be Crayfish Man James Jones, and James Jones returns, returns to the American Variety Network for the first time in 2016 next week. James is going to be here to talk about crayfish as well as his job and a special project that he is doing. Also, Ask Away with Alice Cardinelli. You can email your questions to Alice Goyankees Cardinelli at 19, or excuse me, Alice Goyankees Cardinelli 19 at gmail.com for next week. Also, next week we have Cooking on Saturday, Recipe, Country Fried Steak, and more. So join me next Saturday, March 19th at 8 p.m. Eastern for our next episode of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. With that being said, have a great rest of your weekend, and thank you for joining us here on Saturday Live with South Cardinelli here on American Variety Network. Good night, everyone. Calling all Massachusetts residents coming to the American Variety Network on Sunday, March 16th, 2016 at 8 p.m. Eastern is the Mass Effect with Alex Cardinelli, where I'll be talking about current happenings in Massachusetts, news in Massachusetts, and I'll even promote local Massachusetts businesses. I'm also going to interview some wonderful people from Massachusetts. This is going to be the first Massachusetts blog talk radio show. It's the one-stop for every hard-working Massachusetts person. So check out The Mass Effect with Alice Cardinelli on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern if you are a Massachusetts resident. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash American Network. Next Saturday, March 19th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern. It'll be our next episode of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. Our special guest will be Crayfish Man James Jones. James Jones returns to the American Variety Network for the first time in 2016. Plus, our featured recipe in Cooking on Saturdays next week will be chicken fried steak. Plus, I'll answer your questions in next week's edition of Ask Away with Alice Cardinelli. Email your questions to alicegoyankeescardinelli19 at gmail.com. Don't miss our funny phone calls, funny audio clips, and all of our great segments on next Saturday, Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. We'll see you on Saturday, March 19th, at 8 p.m. Eastern. Donovan here, in front of Alex Cardinale. I personally want to thank you for supporting Alex Cardinale by listening to his episode of American Variety Network. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please check out his Facebook page, American Variety Network, and hit like. And check out 
our awesome fish group called Freshwater Maniacs. For all the fish keepers listening, check out my YouTube channel, Here for the Fin, for some awesome info on my fish. Thanks for listening, and Alex Cardinale will see you again for the next episode of American Variety Network. Rock on, folks! Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Earlier this week, Claire Tippins shared a princess nickname generator, three pictures of her dog wearing a tutu, and two online quizzes, including what candy is your dream castle made of? Claire, your sharing has tipped the sugar scale and turned into oversharing. But have no fear, princess. Geico has something worth sharing with your internet kingdom, like how you can save hundreds on your car insurance just by visiting geico.com. No magic wand required. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.